you are at Founders FAQ, answers to all the possible questions of a founder. Um, I would say pure cold introduction is uh, less preferable than coming to an event or you know launching or getting building a product and getting some people on it and emailing us and saying even a, even a cold email just saying or you know uh, direct message on Twitter saying hey I made this thing I want to give it a try. Welcome to Founders FAQ. Today, my guest is Matthew Hartman. Matt is a partner at Betaworks Ventures based in New York City. Matt started his career building the technology platform for Travel Crow company acquired by CBRE before joining HubPotato, which is acquired by Facebook. He co-founded Referboost, a profitable B2B company in the real estate and social media space. Hi Matt, welcome to Founders of AQ. My first question is, how do you evaluate the founder when you first meet with them? You know, in terms of evaluating founders, I think for, for us at Baydor, we are, we are steam thesis driven. So many VCs who are generalists evaluate the team is the number one thing. We actually look at product and the team. So for example, if there's a founders who are building something that's outside of our thesis, it's not going to be a fit for us, even if the founders are amazing. The, assuming that the product is, the, is, is a fit for the category uh, that the founders are focusing on, we look for whether there is, how they're, how they're thinking about the product and the prototype itself, and what the unique insight is that they have to the market, and that may be because of something they observed in a prior job, maybe because of, so yeah, so that's, I guess if I were to lay it out as well, How do you assess the founder's product relatedness? Picking deals, are you most the founder first or the market first? So we're very, as I said, we're thesis and theme driven, and so we look at markets and, and categories very closely. And if it's not the category that we're focused on, we don't, we don't, we usually don't meet the company. So, for example, if there's a company building, uh, starting a, if they're if they're going after the consumer mattress industry, that's not at the intersection of frontier tech, uh, of frontier tech and consumer, and so. That wouldn't be something that is in our theme. So we don't, uh, conversely, if there's something that's in our theme, we'll meet with, 
we try to be as banking as we can in that category. And I know you have early stage programs uh, to apply to BetaWorks. And how do you meet with teams and do like warm intros or such kind of crystal clear blurbs? So we have two ways that we meet companies. One is they come pitch us as VC, you know, and, and the typical kind of getting a meeting. Second way is that we run a very early stage programs that we call camps. They're an in-residence program where people come work out of our office. When it's that early, we have an open call for those that team. So, for example, when we were focused on conversational software, we did an open call and we look at every application that comes in. Uh, we ask people to share the product because that's our main diligence point. Um, so that in that case, uh, we just look at anybody who uh, applies. That's usually anywhere between you know, a, a few hundred in that range. Um, in more generally, when we get an intro, the most important thing to us is whether there's an early tech product. And if someone, we look at our cold email, um, I would say a pure cold introduction is uh, less preferable than coming to an event or, you know, launching, you know, getting, building a product and getting some people on it and emailing us and saying, even a, even a cold email just saying, or, you know, uh, direct message on Twitter saying, "Hey, I made this thing. I want to give it a try." That, that's those. Those are those are good when they're and then kind of getting more warm. If someone sends an email and it's an investor that we know who is invested, maybe at the earliest stage, maybe an angel investor. That's a, that's also a good intro. But because we're so focused on product, I think we're probably we we have a way to narrow the scope. It's not only referrals. So we try to important us to try to see all the things that are in that category. I know you're joining companies in a really early stage, but I would like to know how to evaluate the companies in pre-revenue and post-revenue stage. So we're getting involved so early that typically the way that we divide companies is not necessarily by pre and post revenue, although that does matter. It's it, many of the companies we invest in don't have revenue for a long time. And so we're less focused on revenue and more focused on Evaluating companies that are that are building in interfaces that are established and matured categories. An example of that is an iOS app. You know, the, the iPhone has been out for over a decade, and so building an iOS app today and getting distribution, getting you know marketing it, marketing is more expensive and hard. Building it's a little bit easier, so there's more competition. And so the the threshold for success for us to the the what we look for in terms of traction is greater. So we look for a product that's already out there because there's easier to build, user some unique path to user acquisition. So usually some people who are already on the app. And then we look very closely at retention and at uh, organic growth. So that's what we look at for companies that I would say are in mature categories. When, like, like an iPhone app. Conversely, when we look at, uh, something that is a newer, uh, interface, so for example, using, in synthetic media, the technology and the algorithms are actually still required. You need real engineers to be able to create things like deep face detection and, and be sort of more, uh, engineering driven solutions. What we care more about there is traction on product. Does it actually work versus, uh, being focused on whether there are customers yet? So when it's a brand new sort of tech, when the tech is the most important tech, we look for tech traction. And when it's a more, in a more established interface, we look for consumer traction. Usually many of the kinds of companies we look at, uh, 
the revenue is not their, the, the thing we encourage them to focus on. But there are some companies where revenue is highly correlated with usage and, and their, their business model, like something like Kickstarter, where their business model allows them to, is, is, is just tied in tightly knit with the, with the traction, then that, that, that we will look around. And lastly, how do you help your portfolio founders to scale their companies? Yeah, I mean, I think that each VC has a different approach. Our, uh, what we focus on is that, that period where founders are still trying to figure out exactly how their, where their product fits and what the right features are to focus on uh, at the pre-seed stage and how to get some early distribution and very focus on the product itself. So for us, we focus on helping the founders think about their launch, helping them think about products specifically, and helping them raise their next rounds. And every VC I think you talk to will have a different angle on that. Our approach to that is because we're thematic, we have clusters of companies that are all tackling similar problems. And so we put together, uh, put those companies physically together to meet each other, but we also put together events and try to learn as much as we can about that category so that we can be the uh, central point for that kind of category. So... Another, again, going back to conversational software, maybe audio is just a different example to use. In audio, we made an investment in Gimlet. Uh, for, on the content side, we made an investment in Anchor on the more tech side. And we're able to, and then also started our own podcast. And sat, sat with both of those companies very closely to be able to learn learn alongside them about audio. And then when we did audio camp, we did voice camp, I'm sorry. We had eight more companies we invested in that all came worked out of Betaworks, and they were able to connect with each other to figure out what was working or what wasn't working in audio. Conversational software, similar thing. If you're going to build a chatbot on Facebook, are you, what, what natural language processes, uh, processing libraries are you using? If you're around other people who are also solving similar problems, then you can solve them faster. But that's our, that's our approach, is cluster those companies by thing. Matt, these are all my questions. Thank you for joining the founders of EQ. It's really nice to have you in here. By the way, Founders of EQ is in pre-order and it covers the answers to all the possible questions of a founder in a startup journey. Whether revealing life-saving principles for the startup survival path, building A-plus teams, creating an evolving machine, setting up a need culture, or interpreting the true path for the fundraising. You can pre-order it from foundersfeq.com and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook.